You've heard me talk about vital nutrients. They've developed BCQ, a powerful herbal and proteolytic formula that supports a healthy inflammatory response. The nutrients in this distinctive formula also support gastrointestinal function and help maintain healthy connective tissue. BCQ combines boswellia and curcumin with quercetin, a potent flavonoid, and bromelain, a proteolytic enzyme for a healthy inflammatory response in joints, sinus, and the digestive tract. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients has been known for nearly 30 years for their clean and innovative formulations, utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable, and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today with Layla Mutant because it is our favorite time of the week. It's a time where we get to sit down together and go through your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. With me today is Layla Mutant, who confers her name to this Q&A with Layla podcast. How are you doing, Layla? Okay, Dr. Hoffman. How are you? I'm doing really well. Just You're got back from vacation. Back from vacation. Took a really nice uh, vacation to St. Martin in the Caribbean, mm. uh, which is a really pretty island where I mostly went to have the opportunity to dive. And uh, I did four days of diving, two tank dives, which means you dive wow. and then you, you know, you... Mm -hmm blow off some nitrogen because you uh -huh. need a little time to get rid of the accumulated nitrogen or else you get the bends. Uh -huh. And then you take a second dive. And mm -hmm. uh, you're supposed to have like a free day before you get on a plane because the nitrogen bubbles yes. when you go high in altitude, they can come out in your bloodstream. And did you follow those instructions? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. You know, and no uh, bends. it was all good. No bends, no bites, no scrapes, no... That's good. Uh, it was a little windy down there, so we uh, uh -huh. had a couple of incidences of seasickness on the boat. Huh. Uh, I was not afflicted, but a couple of the other divers were. Mm. Uh, but underwater, it's amazingly placid. On the surface, we're bobbing a little bit. Wow. There were about, you know, three, okay. you know, four, five, six foot swells on the surface. Wow, and those so, are big. Yes, yeah, so it was a little hairy when the boat came to pick us up. You know, we were sort of like bobbing like corks in the water and... Uh -huh. uh, the boat had to make a couple of approaches, and then we, you know, grabbed onto a tow line and pulled ourselves up to the boat ladder in the back, oh my. which was uh, bucking a little bit uh, uncomfortably. But if you timed it right, you could jump up on the ladder and get up back up on the boat. Oh my goodness! So it had to be chilly. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it 80 degrees. Chilly? 80 degrees. Okay. You know, 78, 80 degrees. Yeah. Uh, the biggest hazard was, um, you know, is the sun. The sun. I actually. Yeah. I looked at the you know UV index. Mm -hmm. UV index right one to ten. Yeah, I think so. Well, one day it said the UV index was eleven. That's like that movie Spinal Tap. Oh, you know it's like yeah. turn up the volume to eleven. Eleven, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's not one to ten. I the don't UV know. Index. I'm yeah. not sure. No, maybe yeah, maybe it's twelve because okay. you know it was maybe it's twenty. Sunny, sunny, oh, it was sunny. sunny. Yeah. Okay, you got your vitamin D. Got my vitamin D. Slathered on the sunscreen. Uh, the mm -hmm. chemical-free sunscreen with Good the titanium you. dioxide. It looked like a lifeguard in Southern California with a right. you were zinc, reflective. zinc oxide <laughs> nose. You know. 
but you know, all's well that ends well, and uh-huh. you know, I survived. So um, terrific. And we've got some great pictures. So if you want to see pictures, uh, just go to my personal site um, mm-hmm. on Facebook and. Uh, I, I, I uh, pioneered the use of, I haven't done this before, of underwater photography where I had a GoPro mm. and took some really nice underwater still shots and videos. Terrific. So we got the sharks, we got the moray eels, we got the, the uh, sharks, turtles, Yeah. we got lots of tropical fish like being in an aquarium, uh, a wow. lobster. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you had lobster. And then I had lobster. You didn't lobster. catch your own lobster, right? right? You had You're not supposed to. Yeah, 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 right, right, yeah. right. Because uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually a, a marine preserve. We're not supposed oh, to you know, grab souvenirs or pester the fish. Okay. Uh, or the wildlife. Right. So. Wonderful. So it was a, it was a good. Sounds terrific. It was, it was a good vacation. Um, let's, before we get to questions, by the way, mm-hmm. questions can be sent to questions at drhoffman.net. We'll get to as many of them as we can today. Uh, if not, we've got some left over for next week. Uh, new product. Mm-hmm. It's called Sweet Dreams Honey Moon Glow Cereal. Oh, my. And it is being promoted as a way. Is it, here's, the, here's the pitch. The, you know, it's, they sell a lot of breakfast cereal, but it's limited. Like, you know, breakfast is one meal, yeah, one time a day, and there's only a certain number of people who eat cereal. So let's add a meal. Mm-hmm. Let's make it a nighttime, a bedtime snack. Oh. Here's the pitch, and I'm quoting from that. Okay. For 130 million Americans, a good night's sleep is elusive. You deserve good sleep, and we want to help you enjoy it. So we made Sweet Dream Cereal. The first oh, no. ready-to-eat cereal, specially designed to support a good sleep routine and a fresh start to the next day. Sweet Dream cereal is made with delicious and wholesome ingredients, a nighttime herbal blend of lavender and chamomile, oh, and curated vitamins and minerals like zinc, folic acid, and B vitamins to support natural melatonin production. They didn't put melatonin in there, but mm. it's available in Blueberry Midnight and Honey Moon Glow flavors. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, it sounds it's like something you should take a bath and not eat. Make sweet dreams cereal a part of your bedtime routine and enable a better sleep cycle while satisfying those nighttime food cravings. Those nighttime food cravings, they really get to you. So you oh, gotta, my gosh. So much for autophagy. Get the sleep <laughs> you need. The, get the sleep you dream of. And click on here. Buy now. Uh, you know, so. It's never recommended to eat before bedtime. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people were eating their breakfast bowl of cereal as a dessert at night or after dinner. And I guess they've caught on to that. Big food or big agriculture has caught on to that. And now they've come up with something and posed it as a kind of sleep aid, which is very interesting. I don't want to take lavender and chamomile every night. Lavender is estrogenic. Chamomile can be constipating. B vitamins can be energizing. Right. And, and we're eating cereal? I don't want to be digesting all night long. Yeah. I and like an empty stomach when I go to sleep. I sleep like a baby then. I'm trying to get the health facts on this. Oh, And okay. the health facts are, if I, are not there. If I recall correctly, <laughs> that it adds 250 calories to your daily caloric intake. That's a Snickers bar. Okay. Of which the vast majority is... Carbohydrates. Mm. So this is a great way to gain weight. I would say. 
and especially if you have it every night. Yeah. So I I'm looking for the mm -hmm. nutrition information. Honeymoon Glow. What a great name, though. And Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams. Yeah. Nighttime blueberry cereal. And you can get it. It's only four forty-eight per box. You mean they don't sell it at the grocery store? You have to order. Well, Wal Walmart is. Walmart is going to have. Yeah. I'm okay. looking for the nutrition facts. Nutrition facts. So here it is. Calories two hundred thirty, mm. of which forty-six grams of carbohydrates. And the ingredients are. And by the way, it's it's. Mm -hmm. uh, that the serving sizes are usually unrealistically small. Yes. So half a cup. Uh, one cup. One cup. One cup. Okay. One cup. So it's who a can dry eat cereal. one cup? You know, you know, but, yeah, nobody's eating one cup. Right. They're eating about three. <laughs> Pour an evening bowl of this crunchy blueberry almond cereal containing a nighttime herbal blend with a touch of lavender and chamomile. It's made with whole grains. That doesn't mean it's whole grains, but that's true. Put some whole grains made in you because I make that claim. Grains. It's made with whole grains. Yeah. So what do you think? You know, we talk a little bit about intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. So, uh, how does that fit into that scheme? You you, do, you mentioned that word, autophagy. Yes. Or autophagy. Autophagy. Tomato. Tomato. Yeah. Yes. So, how does this? I mean, this is this is an ad to eat before you go to bed, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And if most people are going to bed by say eleven p.m. and they're going to eat this at nine thirty, ten o'clock. What time are they having breakfast tomorrow morning? Seven or eight? So much for autophagy. That's and, out the window. And time-restricted eating. And time-restricted eating. Because mm -hmm. autophagy peaks at a 12-hour fast. That 12-hour fast is over. You can't have breakfast until after 11 a.m. if you're going to eat this nighttime stuff. That's why they call it... Uh, right. The break fast. Yeah. Break fast is the original English right. derivation for breakfast. Uh Ingredients, whole grain wheat, mm -hmm. rice, cane sugar, whole grain rolled oats, almonds, dried blueberries. Uh, sugar is the third ingredient. Right. Forget Canola it. and or soybean oil. Oh, no. uh, Inflammatory fat. Palm oil. That's okay. Uh, salt, barley, malt extract, corn syrup, molasses. There's a lot of different sugars in this. Oh, no. Uh, and natural flavor, which I'm always a little suspicious Natural about. flavor could mean anything. Yeah. Oftentimes it means MSG, although I don't see that in a cereal, something more savory when we see natural flavors. But you know, even traditional Chinese medicine says we should all go to sleep on an empty stomach. Like, dinner should be four to five hours before bedtime. That would be ideal. Kind of hard to do in our lifestyle and culture. We'd all have to have dinner, you know, finish eating dinner by five or 4.30 or something like that. I'm in bed by 10 pretty much. So, yeah, not a great plan to advise or encourage people to eat before bedtime. No. And this not ha that, this has stiff competition for nutrition outreach of the week because headline from uh, last week, mm -hmm. lunchables are going to be rolled out directly to students. Here's what's in them. Oh, this is no. a story from CNN Business. Uh Kraft Heinz has succeeded in getting its ready-to-eat packaged Lunchables into school lunch programs starting this fall. That's a coup for them. Oh, gosh. In a major new initiative. 
uh, the company had to reformulate the ingredients to ensure the products meet federal guidelines first. Well, it probably was some minor tweak because uh, they're not exactly super nutritious. No. Uh, it's processed meat. It's processed crackers. I don't know what else is in that Lunchables little tray. That's what I remember seeing. You can go to craftheintsawayfromhome.com hmm. to find products new for the 2023-24 school year and built for the lunchroom, but are also great for field trips, summer school, and dinner programs. <laughs> oh, no. And here's the good part. The Lunchables for schools don't need to be frozen, but kept refrigerated. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they've got some kind of preservative in the product. Yeah. Yeah. The nitrates in the processed meat is there. And, you know, with the whole campaign to give free food to all school-aged children, and they're going to feed them crap. Yeah. On the government till. Right? On the government till. Where the are the parents? The extra cheesy pizza option. That's a Lunchable? It's a Lunchable. Oh, no. It contains... Only 7 grams of saturated fat and 700 milligrams of sodium. 700 milligrams of sodium. <laughs> Pass the pastrami. Okay. Yeah. Pass the salami even. So they've expanded. They say that this is an improvement. The proposed changes aim to reduce added sugars and sodium levels in school-provided lunches. Okay. Wow. Uh, they also have uh, turkey and cheddar cheese with crackers. Mm-hmm. Which is another flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more like snack-type food, where it's crackers and some kind of a processed meat. I guess they've expanded into pizza. It's kind of pizza-flavored kind of thing. I know, see. It's not really like a... It's not real, you know, but a pizza flavor. Like a pizza... I, I smell MSG. <laughs> so, so, there, so we have... You can vote, folks, which of these two options is our winning candidate for Nutrition Outrage of the Week. Send your responses to questions at drhoffman.net. Yeah, I, I vote for parents feeding their children right. Okay. That's what I vote for. That's Not any option of this number stuff. three. Bring, bring, you know, send your kids to school with a cold lunch. Do it. But, you know, Just they, do it. kids subvert that because they, they look in there and, it, and then they look at the tempting options. Like Lunchables? Like Lunchables. And they go, oh, pizza flavored, you mm -hmm. know, and they're going to like, mm -hmm. can I trade you my, uh, you know, yeah. carefully made turkey, uh, turkey sandwich right. on whole wheat bread, yeah. on whole grain bread mm -hmm. for a t your, your uh, turkey lunchable. Oh, my. Yeah. You know. That's terrible stuff. Yeah. It's too bad that that's how they're choosing to feed our children, letting big agriculture, big food dictate that. So parents... Feed your children. Take right. note. Take heed. And start early. It's to important. Help, help them cultivate healthy tastes. Exactly. Um, okay. So let's get to questions. Yes. And before that, I just want to take the opportunity to mention that we are resurrecting a campaign we did last year. Mm -hmm. It's our Save Our Supplements campaign. We want it abbreviated SOS because we are broadcasting an SOS in spite of the fact that uh, yes. this... Uh, effort to restrict access to supplements was repudiated. It was part of an omnibus bill, and they were going to tack it on. Dick Durbin of Illinois, Senator Dick Durbin, who was an arch foe of the supplement industry, wanted to tack on this uh, restriction, and he was repudiated. They basically said, look, let's pass the appropriation for the FDA, mm -hmm. and without additional new strictures that have nothing to do with 
the core mission of FDA, but he, the, there's still a, a faction within Congress that is pro-regulatory in conjunction with these regulatory agencies, because there's never been a regulatory agency that says, I want to have less control. They sure. want to always expand their purview mm -hmm. in terms of regulatory power. Sure. So they're saying to Congress, you know, expand our regulations. I think with some collusion from the pharmaceutical industry. Absolutely. Because companies... Who are supporting these politicians. They are, and many pharmaceutical companies have bought vitamin companies, sure. but they want more regulation. Why? Because they have the infrastructure to pay for all this bureaucratic stuff. Yeah. They are experienced in getting drug approvals, which cost tens and tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. To So they, they want the same regime to apply to supplements, mm -hmm. which are less dangerous. Mm -hmm. And But they're equipped to, to do, go through the bureaucratic groups. Anyway, coming yeah. back to the campaign, uh, I'm offering uh, a matching uh, donation up to a total of $5,000. Terrific. And if you go, once again, drhoffman.com slash ANH. Stands for the Alliance for Natural Health. It's an organization uh, of which I'm a member, and I'm on the board of directors. And it's an organization which uh, seeks to uh, assure that we have freedom of choice in healthcare and in our selection of supplements and natural products. Mm. So uh, you can donate, and I'll match it to the tune of five thousand. You know, somebody, hey, Terrific. you want to contribute five thousand? I'm down with 5,000. That's so 10,000 people. That's, that's terrific. Going to a very good cause. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's, and we got a good response last year. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, great. So we're going to, we're going to do it again because we were successful. Yes. But the powers that be are strong. They're relentless. They're relentless. Yeah. They're and relentless. So we have to keep we fighting. We have to maintain our vigilance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Um, Let's have a question. Okay, we've got a question from Eva. You once recommended a producer of olive oil. What are they called? What's their contact info? That's my favorite olive oil, right? My favoriteoliveoil.com? Correct. Okay. And what they do, it's kind of like the wine of the month club. Right. Or the fruit of the month club or, or the right. whatever of the month club yeah. that you get. And they send really beautiful, fragrant, fresh Fruity olive oil. That are cultivated from all the best places in the world. Like so you're getting a variety. If the harvest is not good in Sicily, they'll get it from Australia. Yeah. Uh, which or parts of the world where they have good results with the harvest. It's got to be good to have a, a diversity of olive oils too. Yeah. Just like a diversity of all of our foods to help feed the microbiome. Mm -hmm. You want to aim for as many vegetables as possible. Not necessarily eating the same vegetables every day, but you know, as many as 50 or 60 species over the course of a month. Different, different. And I think they've added an option so that you can get a, a, a flight of high-quality vinegars. Oh. Uh, various types of vinegar. So if you opt for that, Very you know, nice. they'll include... Uh, oh, it makes you look forward to a salad. Oh, my, my goodness. Yeah, I, I just you know, liberally pour on the olive oil and vinegar. Yeah. I, I don't use commercial salad dressing anymore. I don't. I, I never have. I actually... I just, just oil and vinegar is Oil and fine. vinegar is yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, Eva, there you go. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. Hope that helps you. Yeah. And thank you for emailing. Okay. Good point at which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you. So, listen up. 
Did you know that eating flavanol-rich dark chocolate may be a promising tool for managing cognitive decline? Studies from Columbia and other research centers show the real cognitive benefits of daily cocoa flavanol consumption. Benefits like improvements in executive cognitive function, processing speed, working memory, and mood were observed in studies where participants consumed 500 to 900 milligrams of cocoa flavanols daily. I searched high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Flava Naturals performance dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to help promote healthy brain function. I use it every day. To order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. There, you can read about the science behind cocoa flavanols and get great recipes too. That's flavanaturals.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make... Intelligent Medicine, a continuing free resource to you, and we thank them for their support. And now back to our questions. This comes from Barbara. Recently I read about the effectiveness of fulvic acid for leaky gut. Every report, clinical study was positive. What say you? Fulvic acid is a very important antioxidant. It's kind of in the humus of soil. As opposed to hummus, Humus. which is a chickpea spread. Right. It's humus, humus. which gardeners know about. Mm-hmm. And apparently it has some absorptive capabilities and healing capabilities for mm-hmm. gut problems, yeah. microbiome problems, gut inflammation. inflammation. Yeah. All of that. And I don't use it yeah. myself. Yeah. But I've never it, used it either. It's on my radar screen. It's one of those things that I think is plausible. Mm-hmm. And, you mm-hmm. know, if, if we do a... Like a, a dive on the health benefits. I think it's also called shilajit, shilajit, something like that. Uh-huh. But I've read some about fulvic acid and maybe helpful. And oh, it was interesting for us to read about that it helps in the degradation of, you know, things in the soil, the soil products and yep. farming and all of this in the humus of the soil. So, and how that may be used in our, you know, that's helping with the microbiome of the soil, and maybe that may help our own microbiome. Is it a magic bullet? Is it is it the, the, the one and only thing to take? Not, not necessarily. So, but can be helpful. There's a, a rundown on it on Healthline, which does a pretty good job. Uh, there's a lot on social media about fulvic acid. There's obviously a lot of commercial promotion. Mm. Uh, it, how does it differ from shilajit, mm. a substance secreted by rocks in certain mountain ranges around the world, including the Himalayas? Uh, it is high in fulvic acid. Mm-hmm. And... It's been used therapeutically for centuries in traditional healing practices in Ayurvedic medicine, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, potential benefits may reduce inflammation. Uh, may help treat a leaky gut, possibly. I think that the evidence on this is modest. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of small studies that suggest benefits. Uh, and you know all kinds of 
you know, when something has such a panacea-like attribute to it, I'm a little bit skeptical. There is no panacea. Yep. We wish there were there was a panacea. There isn't. You have to live well. You have to eat well. You've got to take the right supplements appropriate for what is going on with you. You know, and that's highly individualized. That's the way to do proper a, nutrition. A caution therapy. flag is that you know mm-hmm. some of the products you know, they have to be checked for uh, contamination, heavy metal. Sure, uh, if it's in the soil, hey, yeah. hello arsenic, hello cadmium, hello. Yeah. What else? Like the whole chocolate report from weeks ago. So there will be some of that everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. So, Barbara, thank you for your question. Oh, here's an interesting one from Andy. Thank you for the opportunity to ask you my question. I'm a soon-to-be 74-year-old active male. However, I take a lot of supplements, but I also take Dilantin, Synthroid, Crestor, Zedia, and Metformin. Metformin for anti-aging. I've also been reading about lithium for anti-aging. I'd like to know your thoughts on it. Well, lithium is obviously it's used therapeutically for bipolar disorder, or mm-hmm. what used to be called manic depression. And it's a mood stabilizer. And the way it seems to work is it stabilizes the impulses in the neurons in the brain, the electrical impulses. You should put it in the water. Well, it is, Wasn't in, there some? It is in the water. It is in, in the fact, water. Uh, where FDR used to go, Warm Springs, Georgia, yeah. was a place where the there was a high mineral content in the natural mm-hmm. uh, hot springs there, a high content of lithium. And so this is one of those apocryphal stories about how you know people would go there and feel really good yeah. because they were partaking of the waters, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was coming through their skin or whether they were drinking it wa- in the water. But the amount of lithium in those waters is by an order of magnitude, you know, maybe one twentieth to one hundredth of what would be in the lithium that would be prescribed for bipolar disorder, which mm-hmm. has side effects. Yeah. Uh, hypothyroidism uh, and uh, disturbances of your body chemistry. Oh boy. And so you got to be careful when you're prescribing lithium to psychiatric patients. Mm-hmm. It works, but mm-hmm. it is Makes uh, you very, not very benign. Thirsty. Yeah. Very, very thirsty. And thirst, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so... There are other things good for brain health. A- Andy was interested in lithium for brain health, but there are a lot of other things. Lithium is being promoted at very low doses, like, you know, maybe one or two milligrams when the dosage of lithium carbonate is 300 to 600 to 900 a day for mm. psychiatric problems. But you can, bu- you can actually buy it as a supplement over the counter. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get those True. side effects, and you may get some slight benefits. It's not something that I use. Mm-hmm. I don't use a, a, a lot of lithium. I think it's one of those things that has some evidence that at low doses it may be helpful for mood. I'm not sure that it's been, been proven to slow the progression to yeah. Alzheimer's or dementia. Yeah. yeah. But th- maybe there are some studies that point to or suggest a mm-hmm. brain protective benefit. Okay. Uh, he was thinking lithium 1,000 micrograms a day. Well, 1,000 micrograms is one milligram. One milligram, yeah. As opposed to a bipolar patient might get 300 milligrams, milligrams. or six or 900. Yeah. You know, that's 
They and they dose it to get a blood level. So mm -hmm. you actually take it and then they measure your lithium levels in the blood. Yeah. And if you if you have a subtherapeutic dose, even if you're taking a lot, like hundreds of milligrams, they want you to take more to get into the what's called the therapeutic range. I see. So they don't think that even hundreds of milligrams of lithium have any benefit mm -hmm. unless you hit the therapeutic window mm. established by a blood test. So that's where it may not be helpful? But that would be for bipolar, not necessarily right. just for brain health. Well, some people say, well, I'm a little, a I'm a little, I'm a little moody, you know, or maybe yeah. it'll help. If, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, manic depressive, but I'm a little moody. Maybe if yeah. I take one or two milligrams of uh, lithium, it'll help. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's really going to do the job. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's my, my take on it. And look, again, I invite, I think we get an audience of, health practitioners who listen in, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully some psychiatrists, maybe some nutritionally oriented people working with uh, orthomolecular medicine. Yes. And if you have experiences with this and you want to contribute, please share. You know, yes. we want to hear from you. Questions uh, at drhoffman.net, please. Yeah. We'd like to hear from you. Well, that's all the time we have for part one. Okay. Layla, give us a preview of questions we'll tackle in part two. What to do about my daughter's broken bones in her feet? Well, okay. When we return, we'll take that question up and more. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman today with Layla Mutant. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And we'll be right back. <laughs>